Hello, and welcome back to the No More Trauma podcast. My name is Tanya, trauma survivor, certified trauma-informed yoga teacher, coach, and wellness facilitator. My mission is to provide healing, mental health tips, and inspiration for living a trauma-free lifestyle. You can find this podcast on Apple, SoundCloud, and on YouTube. So for all of my returning listeners, welcome back. And if you're new, welcome. I hope you stay and feel free to follow and connect with me on all other social platforms. So anyway, let's get into today's episode. Today's topic is developing addiction after childhood trauma. A quick episode to take a look at what the uh, definition of addiction is, um, the types of addiction, how the addiction is developed, the impact on the mind, body, and even our the impact on our loved ones, myths about addiction, and how it can be treated, and we'll look at the stats. So take a moment to feel free to think about what addiction means to you, your, you know, experiences or experience of others around you, uh, or the thing that comes to mind. You can just take a moment. And I'll go in now to really take a look at the definition based off of the the, uh, DSM. That's the Diagnostic Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders for Addiction. So the manual discloses it as impaired control, physical dependence, social problems, and risky use. And that's using more of a substance than it is intended to be used for um, or longer than it's meant to be used. Uh, so the clinical definition of addiction is an addiction that is defined as a chronic relapsing disorder characterized by compulsive drug-seeking and use despite adverse consequences. It's considered a brain disorder because it involves functional changes to the brain circuits, um, which can involve those circuits before reward, stress, and self-control. So what I love about the DDSM, excuse me, the DSMs, um, threw an extra D in there, I was looking at diagnostics and disorders at the same time, DDSM. (laughs) So the DSM um, definition is it doesn't use the words that first come to mind when we think of addiction, uh, at least for me, uh, drugs and alcohol. Uh, And so, what we can know, I think, as a collective, uh, are there are um, um, greater objects that can fall into uh, addiction, such as I think what we know as a collective, social media, the internet. Um, it can also look like sex, porn, self-harm um, or infliction, uh, caffeine, nicotine, gaming, gambling. Uh, and so uh, uh, I just kind of thought about even like shopping addiction. Uh, so in the, the list can go on, but those are some of the, the types of addiction, but I just love DDS, excuse me, the DSM. I'm now uh, <laughs> calling it the DDSM now, uh, uh, diagnostic and disorders instead of diagnostic 
statistical manual. Um, and so how does the addiction, how is it developed? And so when we look at that, we look at addictions are primarily used to suppress traumatic experiences, memories, thoughts, and dissociate from pre uh, present stressful stimulations, right? Um, so avoiding that present moment um, that could be very impactful with flooding sensations of, of trauma. The substance of choice can appear to slow the nervous system down and it produces a pleasurable neurological sensation while altering that physical mental body by silencing and numbing for the past, um, from the past trauma. So individuals with childhood trauma with lack of healthy resources are more likely to engage in substance abuse and alcohol for this reason. So in early stages of childhood, children that were longing for parental attachment, reward, uh, and reward, um, and that, you know, wanting to display their own originality, uh, and, you know, but unfortunate, you know, unfortunately, they experience this harsh punishment, um, or they're left independently to, to self-food. Um, what happens is into adulthood, these similar sensations are activated um, by adults who are then seeking substances that temporarily soothe and elicit comfort. So the comfort begins to manifest as negative choices and attachment to the addiction itself. So this early onset trauma then interrupts the brain pattern. So when we start to look at neurological, how it's affecting the brain, then what happens is it interrupts the uh, nerve endings uh, in the brain, the neurons in the brain, and its maturity. So there's a lack of growth in the brain, and the addiction becomes a remedy for pleasure, emotional pain, avoidance, craving, and sometimes habit. So now that we know how it can impact the, the, the body, or excuse me, how it actually uh, manifests, right? How does it then continue to impact uh, our surroundings and loved ones and the behavioral symptoms? And what that does is it looks like self it looks like a lack of self-control, the inability to, to separate the physical and the mental sensations. And then we start to notice an individual becoming, you know, secretive, right? Secrecy, which can then lead to interest in social environments that actually support the addiction. Other behaviors can include depression, sadness, anxiety, and sometimes rage. One of my favorite authors, as you always know, that I talk about, Mr. Gary Zukov, he actually explains that alcoholism and drug addiction, drug addiction is an intense emotional pain. When someone is struggling with lack of self-control, secrecy, or intense emotional, uh, emotional pain, it can cause separation from family and friends. So then there's isolation and then sometimes conflict and turmoil. So looking into the myths about the addiction, you're likely to become an addict if you've grown up with someone with an addiction. That's not true. 
people with addiction are bad people. As we know, that isn't true. Addiction is a choice. It's not true. However, what I also like is that Dr. Gaber Mate uh, challenges and expands on the last myth, right? That addiction is a choice. And he reiterates that the fundamental needs of authenticity, right, self-expression and attachment within the NPC and functionality of endorphin activity. When those needs aren't met, then it's the idea to find that within the substance itself. So it's not necessarily a choice, but it's the intention to fix, right? To fix the longing for authenticity and self-expression, attachment, infancy, um, to release and support that endorphin activity in the brain. So how can it be treated? As much as I would like to say self-awareness, right? Um, I think, yeah, I think anyone who there subconsciously there's there's an awareness. However, it may take something larger than that, and that may be a support group or support from our family and friends, maybe even coworkers, right? So it takes support. It takes even something larger than that, which may lead to detox and recovery or rehabilitation centers. What they may uh, provide is something like movement, right? Whether that be yoga, maybe that, uh, whether that be Tai Chi or Qigong or intense physical activity, right? Uh, it may also <clears throat> include a shift in the diet or lack thereof, right? Uh, and it may also include the environment a change in the environment. So maybe looking at the surroundings, if it includes nature, um, or is it a busy city? And so taking, maybe taking one out of a busy city that can be heavily stimulated and putting in, in, um, placing someone in a space that produces calm. So addictioncenter.com, as we start to look into the statistics, is uh, 2020 when we experienced that global shift, 10.2% or 28.3 million people age 12 or older reported struggling with alcohol use disorder. And genetics also increased, uh, increased the likelihood of an addiction by about 60%, according to the American Society of Addiction, Med uh, Addiction and Medicine. And in survey of metam uh, metamorphine, excuse me, meth uh, uh, meth uh, excuse me, <laughs> methamphetamine dependent volunteers that met the DSM criteria, 56% 56 
affirmed that they use the drug for pleasure seeking, while 30% uses it for avoidance and craving. So two large numbers there, 30% and 56%. And so what do we know now, right? We know what addiction, you know, how addiction, we know what it is. We know how it manifests, right? We know who it can impact. But we also know now that there are opportunities for recovery. And so addiction is a symptom for greater emotional longing and misunderstanding of self. Survivors of childhood trauma, such as neglect, abuse, or abandonment, can later become adult victims of addiction and find premature attachments to unhealthy substances. The addiction becomes a remedy for pleasure, emotional pain, avoidance, craving, and sometimes habit. This can impact survivors' livelihood. However, the good news, there's good news in that which is support. There's great support and courage for survivors, and they can welcome healing and recovery. Recovery can support survivors on the journey to rediscovering, rediscovery of self, right? Mental freedom, security, and abundance. I thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope this has uh, brought some awareness uh, or inspiration for healing, right? Or maybe some sort of confirmation for healing. And feel free to share this episode with anyone who may need it, right? You can always come back to it. And if you found something in this episode that resonated, feel free to like this episode or leave a comment and start some dialogue. I thank you again for tuning in. There are resources that I will also attach to this episode um, and feel free to stay connected. So I ask that you live abundantly, love your authenticity and radiate organic happiness, but most importantly, live a life of no more trauma. And quickly before we uh, depart, I do want to share that there is an episode. If you join me in the uh, virtual studio uh, for trauma recovery on the YouTube platform, you can find an episode that I'll also link here uh, for addiction and obsessive behavioral uh, behavior. Uh, you can find a yoga hit episode and you can flow with me. So I look forward to seeing you in the virtual studio. If you also, uh, you know, uh, follow me on the social platform as az.nomartrauma. All right. I thank you again for tuning in and listening and I'll see you back. Namaste. Trauma free. <laughs>